वेलकम टू वन मोर एपिसोड माइक्रो पॉडकास्ट डिजिटल ट्रांसफॉर्मेशन इंडस्ट्री फोर डॉटो एंड एमर्जिंग टेक्नोलॉजी वेलकम टू द शो आई एम दोस्ट एंड आई एम विजय कुंती एंड विद मी इज आदित्य माडिराजू I have pleasure of introducing Aditya Madhuraju today. Unlike my earlier guest, Aditya brings digital transformation experience through usage of quantitative models to analytics and then artificial intelligence. He has explored their utility across financial services, healthcare, and agriculture. He has advanced quantitative degrees in economics operations to suit current focus on digital transformation agenda. Welcome, Aditya. Can we get started? Yeah, absolutely. Thanks, uh, Vijay, for inviting me. happy to be here ah uh, can you please introduce yourself to the audience a little bit more about you yeah so hi uh, so uh, my name is aditya obviously as vijay has introduced i have about 25 years of experience uh, doing um, you know um, analytics so i started in the field of analytics way before analytics got branded right so i started i first built my commercial models as an intern while well, i was doing my masters program out of us then i worked for capital one then uh, in us then i worked in ge uh, in their outsourcing and then for uh, front end business in hdfc bank right and then for last 10 years i have been with the uh, various startups uh, exploring the supply side of analytics uh, you know building uh, uh, not only just a scorecard but also an integrated approach to where you really look at data uh as a, a starting point and all the way till action right that entire value chain where you are actually being driven by the problem and the problem is what drives your drives how you collect your data how you analyze it how you implement it how you automate it and how you create self learning systems right uh that are very specific to the problem area um no obviously we can uh, use it in a social sciences obviously in social sciences brings its own set of challenges uh, where uh, it is not so much uh, uh, interpretation plays an equally important role as well as much as identification does so so those are my you know at a high level uh, some of the spaces that i have been looking at i'm happy to answer any specific questions vijay good to know aditya uh, so my next question is about uh, the digital transformation uh, you know right uh, what are the business benefit challenges uh, you see aditya in adoption of digital transformation industry 4.0 and yeah, how so, do you think uh, yeah uh, so let, let me complete the question right how do you think covid has also affected the business models yeah so that's a very uh, important and relevant question right so what digital transformations are bringing to the table right as a as a uh, as a consulting uh, setup of ours we we start with a tagline right datafication leads to uh, transformation so uh, so i've been actually one of the very early users of digital right uh, i actually met my wife uh, through one of the early uh, uh, matrimonial sites we did uh, all i mean we kind of online dated for about 6 to 8 months uh using uh, chat rooms using webcams and all those things i got i moved to india using a online portal so these are all parts of the digital transformation agendas right now obviously that is uh, if you were uh, the early parts of digital 
and now what is happening in the transformation uh, you know is really you know, autonomous right so one of the problem that we we are looking at from a uh, uh, you know, from a finance point of view right the trade offs between an autonomous financial services versus embedded financial services how does that really change when the, everything has been from physical uh, cash based model to uh, electronic uh, cash to now digital cash if you are moving all these things how does it really impact the the financial services from moving from an autonomous to uh, embedded to autonomous model number one and number two what does now that you have taken away the friction uh, payment friction that used to be a bottleneck uh you know at the time of payment in at least in certain industries now that you have taken away that payment friction so what does that really do to buyers remorse right i mean buyers remorse is a very popular and very strong uh social uh, factor that drives how we behave so earlier because you had certain friction points so you the buyers remorse you always had a chance to take a step back now that all those friction points have been eliminated so the first remorse or the buyer's remorse actually gets hit after you bought the product or service now what do you do right uh, how does that now buyer's remorse really plays a role in your future branding future brand evolvement evolution and those things right so those are some of the very very cutting edge digital transformation challenges uh, that we are looking at as part of our overall uh, scope right yeah 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 good to good to know uh, absolutely right those are the challenges in the business models uh, going forward especially in the digital transformation industry 4.0 era uh, uh, coming to my next question aditya can you share some of you know the case studies or use cases uh, the pilots or pivots that you worked or working and what are your experiences on that <laughs> uh i think that's a uh, the pocs are i mean uh, are evolving right uh, so one of the uh, the uh, one of the challenges that we were faced with when we started this journey right so the question that we asked was uh, asked ourselves if i have to uh, uh, spend x amount of uh, you know cash on a physical digital office uh, physical office now how much of it if i were able to digitize can i actually uh, use it right uh, for other more uh, uh, customer facing expenses or customer facing this thing and we we realized very quickly right so we are working with a lot of young people and we are working with a lot of people who are spread all over the place so how do you really make sure that the comfort feeling is there so what we explored is with this is all coming from a uh, readily available products right in the marketplace so what we did was we used uh, slack as an initial step where we looked slack as a uh, office space and then we linked all the products like like github for the data uh, for the uh, you know programming side of it then we uh, the chat windows with the uh, uh, for for communication then we used the uh, drop boxes for uh, data storage then we linked it back to our own uh, uh, servers which are again uh, you know Uh, which are uh, located you know, and then so people can log in from anywhere they can do all these things all their work anytime you make a commit on your databases then a message gets sent out through github so your repositories at one place so in this way we were and we found that you know some young people like to work at 
12 o'clock in the midnight and the older generation likes to work at 8 o'clock in the morning, right? So you are not anymore forced to say all the guys have to come to office at the same time. Uh, uh, so people working across at their own comfort zones and we were able to check along, right? Uh, pretty nicely. So that is one of the uh, uh, big POC that we thought was uh, pretty effective. And we are regularly looking now to scale it up, right? Uh, where we can have more people log in and build more custom uh, solutions uh, to to how how the uh, no processes can be digitized in a way that uh, you really don't need to come physically to the office, but we can all work wherever we are, work from anywhere. Uh, but at the at the same time, everybody is kept in the loop without having to call up each other, right? Thanks, Adisha. Very interesting use case, right? The digital office, right? Absolutely. I think uh, people will start adopting this, right? In the center, COVID and work from home and remote working. Thanks for sharing. And my my next question is about, you know, uh, the digital emerging technologies such as Internet mm -hmm. of Things, artificial intelligence, blockchain. And I know you are already uh, been into that. Can you share your thoughts on what digital emerging technologies play a role in the industry 4.0 era? Uh, yes, I mean, that's a, actually it's a, uh, a very, I mean, clearly a evolving uh, strategy, right? Uh, one of the pieces that where we, we, I mean, I have a, another side business where we kind of uh, look into uh, trading, uh, uh, coming up with trading uh, services, trading solutions. And in that business, what we wanted to ask this question, and we tried to uh, ask this question is, how can I personalize personalize uh, my offering, as, uh, which are basically income generating offering uh, to a, a to an individual customer, right? So uh, now the individual customer is not only uh, is personalized at a uh, at a transaction level, but also at an emotional profile, right? Now how do you personalize it and and number one and number two how do you really take it to the next level and say this personalization actually captures your emotional side of it as well as your uh, rational side of it and then come up with a solution uh, wherein we are able to help the clients with uh, with a very very specific self-learning engine that will keep on learning uh, both the emotional profiles as well as uh, the rational profile of the customer and then come up with a recommendation engine. Uh, and we are talking about something like in a, let's say in an options model uh, space where uh, the, the window of opportunity is like say in, uh, for about uh, one hour at the max, right? So how do you, and, and then how do you generate that uh, recommendation take a uh, feedback from the client about uh, whether he wants to go with it because it's a regulatory requirement of a proof of uh, acceptance of that recommendation and then actually place the trade and then, you know, and uh, exit the trade, right? All in an automated uh, fashion, right? Uh, by using digital, uh, by using uh, uh, blockchain as an underlying pinning, AI as your uh, self-learning engine, uh, then uh, your regular recommendation, uh, which are using social dynamics and social economics uh, as your drivers of your uh, uh, of your recommendations, 
uh, and then automating this whole thing and getting uh, in, a, in and out within an hour. Right. So that is one of the uh, uh, the big trust areas for us for the next couple of years. Right. Uh, how we want to drive that agenda uh, uh, is something that we are very very uh, keen on and using it. Uh, I mean, similarly, I mean, you know, uh, GPT three, which is uh, has brought in some really unique uh, capabilities. Right. Uh, earlier, we used to collaborate with uh, fellow human beings. Now, if you are going to collaborate with uh, AI machines uh, and with uh, GPT can complete your thought process, it can complete your uh, write-up, it can add value to your write-up, then how does that entire collaboration with a machine really takes you to the next level, right? Is something that we are exploring in a, uh, in a more systematic way. Uh, thanks, Aditya. And yeah, one of my favorite question. And the, the, the final question is all about your, you know, the, the career opportunities. <laughs> You know, the technologies are getting changed very fast and there is a lot of dilemma, especially in the students and also the professionals. Mm -hmm. So now, according to you, Aditya, what career opportunities you see for students, freshers and professionals in the next five years and, and what technologies, according to you, will be relevant? And finally, what do you recommend? <laughs> uh, so good. Uh, it's a uh, uh, challenging question, mm -hmm. right? Uh, I think recently HBR kind of said that 70% of the uh, jobs of people will be doing has not been invented, right? Uh, in that in that uh, in that uh, backdrop, answering this question will is you know is venturing out a little bit blindfolded, right? But let me take a stab at what I think uh, works the best, right? So what I am noticing uh, with my own uh, story. As well as with the with the, the way the industry has been progressing, right? That there are basically, broadly speaking, there are basically three kinds of jobs that are are always going to be there. One is basically development job, uh, which is basically engineering oriented, which is developing something new, so developing either customer segments or developing uh, solutions or developing uh, technologies, right? So there's a development angle to it. The second aspect is really about analysis, uh, which is, uh, uh, you know, analysis of whatever, right? I mean, you talk anything you want to look at, you have to do analysis to know what is the, uh, what is the way forward, right? And so there is analysis requirements. And the third one, what I call is a treatment. It is, uh, if you have a problem, obviously a problem that is just sitting there is of no use unless you are going to treat it. So they're all the work that we are doing, right? Even let's say even the uh, classical case of my own second business, which is trading, which is I'm treating a problem, uh, treating a market need where people are saying that, hey, my primary income is not sufficient. So I need to, so I, how am I going to treat that situation where your primary income is not sufficient? So I say, hey, why don't we look at secondary income, right? So that's a treatment to a certain problem. So all our workloads will get converted, will be moving towards either treatment, uh, either to address treatments, either to address the analysis requirements or either address their development needs. So what, whatever we are doing from an education point of view and, uh, and, and a continuous uh, learning point of view is to say, how am I being relevant across these three buckets? And whether I'm personally a development guy, whether I'm personally a uh, analysis guy or I'm a personally a treatment guy. And, and then how do you uh, build your skill sets uh, in that 
specific areas where you know that you need not only have to collaborate with uh, with your fellow humans but you will also have to uh, collaborate with uh, uh, artificial or self learning autonomous uh, technologies so that you know the overall value proposition anymore is not just about me but me and my buddy right my buddy could be uh, a robot or it could be or a ai tool or it could be a another fellow human so how do you uh, how do you really uh, see it as me and my buddy coming together analyze uh, in one of these three service buckets and how we take it forward right is how the evolution is really going to work out in next let's say 3 to 5 years is what my take is uh, thanks aditya uh, for your time and sharing insights especially on the digital transformation industry 4.0 and emerging technologies uh, use cases uh, strategies and models and finally uh, the advice you have shared for the students professionals and freshers thank you for joining us yeah. thank you thank you for inviting have a nice uh, day uh, to the audience stay tuned for more such industry insights on digital transformation industry 4.0 and emerging technologies from industry experts